Hey guys, welcome back to Behavior Strategies for Class, episode 60. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. So today we're going to talk about celebrating your students' behavior wins. How do you celebrate the growth in your students' behavior? Do you help them recognize their accomplishments? Well, today I want to talk about a few suggestions on how you can celebrate those behavior wins with your students. And if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a review forever you are listening to this podcast. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. And don't forget to join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, so you can collaborate uh, with other educators there connect with me on a call, check the Calendly link in the show notes, and feel free to message me anytime about any strategy you may be struggling with. So to get to it, we have definitely seen growth in our students this year. And granted, it's only November, So it's pretty awesome to see the growth that they've made already. So one of our kiddos, um, she's a first grader. She would elope. She would uh, throw things, take things off the walls, take off her pants. And, you know, whenever she wanted to pee, she would just say, I have to pee. And she'd start pulling down her pants, you know, in the classroom. No biggie, right? Um, Thankfully, she is not doing any of that anymore. Uh, Granted, sometimes she will walk around and just grab things and kind of throw things on the floor, mostly when she's bored. And so we can see or kind of sense when she's getting the bored and antsy. um, And so we just try and redirect her into doing something else. But thankfully, we're not trying to go to the bathroom in the classroom anymore. We're not eloping. 
um, we have learned when she does try and elope or when she does actually leave, we don't chase her right away. And she really doesn't go anywhere. Of course, we still have eyes on her, but we're not doing that automatic, you know, hurry up and run and giving her that huge reaction because we've learned she's safe. Like she's not running down the street or, you know, 20 miles away. She's really just going out because she wants to go play on the playground, you know, so she's not going far and, but we had to learn that, you know, obviously our first reaction when we first, um, got her into our program, you know, of course it's safety and we have to be with the student and make sure she's safe. And we didn't know what she was going to do, but as we'd gotten to know her, that's really where she wants to go. She wants to go to the playground. She wants to play. So we've been able to learn her behaviors and how she reacts and then be able to replace those behaviors. So if, um, and giving her her words too. So she, we were told she wasn't really verbal, but we found out she was verbal. And so she would repeat also like what we would say. So if you want to go outside, you're leaving the room, you know, you need to ask, can I go outside? She doesn't always say like a complete sentence, but she understands and she'll be like outside. Let's go outside. So again, it's just learning and getting to know our students. So she's doing great and she's in her gen ed class like a lot of the time now where I guess at her previous school, she never did that. So it's really exciting to see that growth in her and be with her friends. She calls them her friends, her classmates. And they're all super sweet with her as well. We have another student, um, a fifth grader, who, well, she's she didn't have any major behaviors like at the beginning of the year. Every now and then she will you know, get angry, kick things. Thankfully not people. She'll dump over desks. But for the most part, it's helping her work through those anger, her anger issues. Or when she becomes angry, what could she be doing instead of being destructive? How can we help teach her you know, to come back around. So those episodes are fewer. Those have not stopped completely, but they are fewer. And being able to process with her on what are better strategies that she can work through when she does get angry and frustrated. She's another one we have to work on, like this negative talk. She just blurts out whatever is on her mind you know, calling people Karen or she doesn't like my outfit for the day. And she, of course, will let me know that. Or like, what happened to your hair? Or why is your makeup like that? Okay. I appreciate your honesty, but at the same time, that's not really kind. And I just remind, like, do you want me to come up and say that to you? 
you know, helping them see, really, you want to treat others how you want to be treated. She doesn't quite get that completely yet, but we're working on that, and she at least is open to listening most of the time, and she's doing a lot better with her behaviors. And then we have our other fifth grader who was eloping all the time, uh, cussing me out, you know, flipping me off, all that fun stuff. And he has really done a great job in getting back into gen ed and being with his peers, being successful and doing some of his academics. You know, we still support him when we can and helping him with those academics, but his behaviors and his eloping have really like 80% gotten so much better. And I think we've just been able to kind of process with him, like you're going into middle school and they're not going to take it very lightly when you decide to run out of the classroom and run out of the school and go down the street. Like that's when they're calling security. Sometimes that's when they'll call in the police department. Like it gets a hundred times worse when you do that. And so thankfully he has not done that. He has actually gone out of the room. Like when he gets frustrated, he doesn't feel like the teacher's listening to him. He'll just take his stuff now and just go in the hallway. And then we'll work in the hall. But he's not leaving the building and going off of school property. So that's really a huge, a huge win for him. So a few ways, uh, technically four, that I want to share with you different ways that you can celebrate those behavior wins, those growth that you see in your students already. And I know you guys have seen strides, you know, made already with your students. You have already seen them grow in their academics, in their behavior, in their social skills, in their communication. I mean, you know, it take it takes a village. I mean, our our speech therapist is working so great with our students, our social worker, you know, our other paras, we're all working together to help make them be successful. And that's what we just kind of have to remind them sometimes when they're irritated (laughs) with us. It's like, you know, this is why we're here, buddy, to support you and help you and let you be more successful. And for them to learn how to be successful on their own independently is ultimately what we want them to be. And how we want them to succeed. So one way that we reward or recognize our students' behavior wins is with a daily reward. So I think I've mentioned before, our students are on like a behavior contract. We call it like a point sheet where they each have different goals that they're working on. And they have to earn, I think it's 80% for the day that uh, allows them to make their day is what we call it. You can't see me doing air quotes. 
but that is what it is. And so when they make their goal for the day, then they're able to get a daily reward. And that could be a little snack. It's just a little trinket that they like to get. And, you know, it's either a little keychain, a little like slime fidget, you know, I said a little snack. So they just get an, you know, one positive reinforcement at the end of the day. And that's one way that we celebrate those wins. The second way that we celebrate behavior wins is with that verbal praise. It's, and it's specific. So, yeah, sometimes it's just a general, like I have said, like, hey, you've had a great day. It's great to see that you've had a great day. But really, what does that mean? So that means like you've stayed in class today. You haven't left. Uh, you haven't yelled at anybody, screamed at anybody today. Like, that's awesome. You advocated for yourself when you needed a break or you needed help with your academics. So give, giving them verbal praise, but specific verbal praise. So great job finishing that poem. Great job finishing your project that you were working on. So it's just being specific to what we are praising them for. I mean, I do like an overall praise, like I get that, but I think it's great to be able to like specify with our students how we're seeing them improve. So they feel that and, and grow that confidence with them. So the third way that we celebrate wins is with a weekly reward. So if they, this goes back to their, uh, contract, their point sheet, and if they've made their day all week, we give them like a fun Friday. And that's really just like a half hour out of the day, at the end of the day, and where we celebrate with them, we play a game with them, we give them like, you know, it's always come back to food, an extra snack, you know, sometimes we'll watch like crazy animal videos, you know, some little fun celebration to say, you know, you've had a great week. Like you've worked hard. Again, just kind of repeating those specific um, wins that they did that week encourages them and lets them see like specifically how they have been improving. So again, that's a weekly reward. And then the fourth is reminding them how that growth has helped them. So you celebrate their behavior wins so that they see how this their behavior has grown them. So like going back to our one of our fifth graders, he was having a hard time connecting with his peers which mainly was because he was out of the classroom. He was with us most of the time because we had a hard time trusting him being in the gen ed class. So he was, you know, down in our classroom and doing work there. So he wasn't around his peers that much. 
Well, when we slowly started to integrate him back into gen ed, he was frustrated because some of his peers didn't really want anything to do with him, didn't really want to hang out with him or play a game with him or whatever. And he started to get frustrated and irritated with that. And I just had to remind him, like, they don't really know you because you haven't been in class. But the more you're in class, the more they get to know you and the more they're going to want to hang out with you. And thankfully, that really resonated with him. And so he has been back in class with his peers. And I've seen him hanging out with his peers, having lunch with them, kicking the ball around, throwing the football. So it's really exciting to see that growth in him and to be able to remind him, like, dude, look at you. Like, you're doing awesome. So again, four ways that you can celebrate your students' behavior wins. One would be that daily reward. Two is that verbal praise, specific verbal praise. Three is possibly a weekly reward. And then four, reminding them how that growth has helped them succeed. So a little side note, as far as some of the verbal praise, we do have some students who don't like verbal praise. And to me, that kind of breaks my heart. But at the same time, I have to understand, like, that's that's just the way they're wired. So sometimes it's not like, hey, great job, because I, I do get a little excitable. Like, I want to high five. I want to give a side hug. I want, you know, get excited and pumped up with them where sometimes they're just like, yeah, no, I don't want to hear that. Or don't tell me that. No, I'm not. I'm dumb. I'm this. I'm that. I'm not. Okay. I'll stop. So that's also where getting to know your students in what is going to elevate them, what's going to motivate them, what's going to encourage them. Is it the positive words? Is it rather just the daily reward? or a weekly reward, or maybe just showing them how they've grown. Like, in you know, instead of, you're doing awesome, you're doing your poem, you finished your writing, you finished all your math, like you're so smart, you answered all your math, you know, instead of all of that, you know, it's just sometimes saying, thank you for finishing your math. And that's it. And for the most part, those who don't like the praise, they're good with that. So instead of making a bigger deal, like I like making a big deal, but I have to be sensitive to those who don't appreciate that. That's not how, that's not what works for them. So it's as we get to know our students, and I'm sure you're still getting to know your student. It's, it's November. You know, you're still seeing some kids kind of get come out of their shell. There's still others that are probably still kind of working their way. And then others, you know, their whole life story. And that's awesome. 
But again, it's being sensitive to what's going to work for your students. And I want to share uh, some other information. So some studies have shown that verbal, the more verbal praise given, the better the students perform. And I know you've seen that in your students. Uh, but I got some of this information from heischools.com and parentingscience.com where the process praise motivates your students. So that's where I was saying like specific praise. That's the process praise. But we also want to want to praise like how they're improving their social skills, how they're communicating to their peers and to their teacher, how they're advocating for themselves. So the praise isn't always have to be academically because again, we want to teach the whole child and being able to praise and say, hey, thanks for sharing that with me. Or thanks for, you know, being kind to that person over there. Or thanks for sharing your eraser with your neighbor. So just little things that we can praise and encourage and motivate to help your students succeed. So thanks so much for listening. And I want to say you guys are doing amazing work. Christmas break is around the corner. Thanksgiving break. Hopefully you guys get an awesome week off next week for Thanksgiving. And just refresh, enjoy time with your family. And thank you so much for your dedication, your commitment to your students because they need you. Thanks again for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all, and I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four and the letter U if you're interested. Also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion. And that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.